Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, creativity, crafting, and life in my northern town. Come back weekly and we'll chat about all the things that I'm working on. My name is Vicki Holloway and welcome to the podcast. Good morning. How was your week? It's August 16th. 2019. And I am on the countdown to attending AQS Grand Rapids in one week. So this weekend was supposed to be the big Ikea run of the summer. Um, It's really not good timing. You know, it's back to school, back to college. And um, we were debating on trying to get there as soon as they opened and get the three things that we need. One's a dresser, one's a shelf, and one is something else. Hmm, what was it? Can't remember now. Oh, towels. I usually buy towels there. However, our truck decided it needed another $1,000 repair. So, and it's not finished. So we're not going this weekend. We're going to be responsible owners of vehicles, get it fixed, and stay home. Which is great because, you know, honestly, if you're not prepared and the weather's not good to haul all that stuff back, you might as well wait. And plus, uh, if we wait until September, maybe it won't be quite as busy for all of the back to school shopping. And we have done that before and it is really quite a nightmare. And I really don't like being in throngs of people. It kind of, I've never been to Disneyland, but it reminds me of what it must be like when you go to Disneyland or to Six Flags or to any of the very large uh, (laughs) event venues. So anyway, that has been canceled. So what am I doing instead? Well, I'm going to sew and I'm going to crochet. I've got... um, a new project started in crochet. I finished up the We Are Knitters pillow, which I altered the design, but it looks similar in the same spirit of the Rabat pillow cover. I just need to sew the back up. I What I did is I upcycled a old pillow I had here. I wrapped it in batting scraps, and then I put the cover on it. I just need to do a final scene, but I got to take some pictures and want to archive what I did so that I just have it for the record before it's all finished. And because it was finished, I cast on the easiest shawl pattern in the world. And that's what it's called on YouTube is the easiest shawl. And it's, it is super easy. All you do is increase um, each beginning of each row. It's a large chunky yarn in pinks and it's a pinks and some earthy brown and gray colors in it. Um, I sat and knit on size 10 for several days and I've got quite a bit going. That's going to be almost an instant gratification project. I like it because it's very zen. And then I put it down because I saw the cutest little pattern. Let me find out the name again. Pat Sloan shared it. It is a unicorn pencil holder. Yep, it's a little purse. And then when you flip the lid over to hold your pencils, you have crocheted a very modern version of a unicorn profile with a 
with a little um, unicorn horn up the center and then little ears and then a crown of flowers around it and then you embroider closed eyes. It's a very popular type of a unicorn. I've seen it a lot in um, the cricket world and people putting it on t-shirts and all that kind of stuff. So um, it is, it's on the website, which is a blog called five as the number five little monsters.com. And it's called a unicorn pencil bag. It is a free pattern and it's super cute. So I need to make two of them for my twin granddaughters who are just going to start kindergarten this fall. And I think they're going to absolutely love it. It's probably not going to be exceptionally practical as a pencil bag, but they can use it for whatever they want. Maybe I'll put like stickers or something like that for at home. Overall, this week I've been working on one customer quilt, and I don't even know the pattern's name, but it's adorable. It's bright colors, and I put a dark gray thread on it, but when the border is Kona black, it really pops. And I put a feather in the outer border and then swirls in the center. And I'm almost done with that particular quilt, which is good because. After the quilt show, the plan is that I'm going to have my parents up for a while and a few days for a visit. My mom wants to load um, some of her quilts on, so that'll be perfect. My timing will be impeccable. So anyway, we're going to be home this weekend, and I, on my Creative Corner 3 Facebook group, I wrote that I'm going to be home and have a mild weekend. Happy Friday, and I'm going to be sewing off and on. I'll be checking in off and on on social media, especially that group, and sharing what I'm working on, so I'm going to be working on that unicorn pencil bag. I would like to finish up the quilt that I'm working on and do some hand sewing also. I am just really, really plodding along with the raffia weave quilt. I am not even to the three quarters point yet, but we're getting there. I can see light at the end of the tunnel as I tick off each box in the second column as I approach block number 72. Then I can start assembling it, get it together. I was hoping to have it done for um, summer tourists because that's when the quilt shop is the busiest, but I didn't make it. I didn't get the pattern until June. Um, yeah, it was kind of a mix up there, but you know, it can hang there for a while. It'll be a, a good sample for the shop. And then when it's done, I shall have it come live with me and maybe go on my guest bed. So that's been the piecing project that I'm working on. And, you know, I have to say, as I looked through all of my stuff this week, because I was just trying to figure out how I want to organize all of my quilts. And, you know, I've got some more closet stuff to go through now that it's cooling off a little bit. And I thought, do I really need any more humongous quilts as in bed size? I know some people that's all all you make is bed size quilts. And that's awesome. But I have a lot of bed size quilts. I have a lot of quilts that we use because it gets cold in this house in the winter that are twin size, lap size, a couple, you know, I have made several queen sized quilts. And I, I don't know, I've just been kind of thinking about this as my space is a premium 
in this house. I mean, it's a four bedroom home, but it's an old farmhouse and they're not really big rooms. So I thought, well, the couple projects that I've been wanting to do are not that huge. And I think I'm going to cut them back even more. You know, this is what happens when you start taking inventory of reality in your house, when you have been a quilter and a prolific crafter for a long time. Um, so what I think I'm going to do is end the temperature quilt. I couldn't even think of the name. The temperature quilt, the hexagon quilt, maybe at 30 weeks instead of 52. Part of it is size. Part of it is um, we really didn't have that many varied temperatures this year. The quilt is a lot of orange for hot month of the July month. Oh boy, that for the hot high temperatures of July and a lot of blue because I live in a deep freeze. So I thought, well, that's not going to be as interesting as I thought it was going to be with a big variation of colors. It just seems that Michigan, where I live in this particular year, has been an extreme of temperatures. It's either been in the 70s and 80s or it's been in the 20s you know that's so I'm like well that that quilt's a little bit boring so I'm going to end it at 30 I believe and then put it together and I think I have enough weeks prepped to wrap that up and keep it at a smaller size I also decided that the kinship quilt is adorable as it is I think I'm only going to do the rectangles which is approximately half that quilt and that quilt you know, really wasn't a big quilt to begin with, but keep it at a smaller size and finish that off. Uh, keep things in easier, more manageable chunks and then work on some of the other projects. I wanted to work on the Step Into Your Art Challenge that uh, Quilt Cabana is doing. And here we are. It's already the 16th of August and this month's theme was embellishment. So I think what I'm going to do is since it's not going to be a completed quilt is embellish um, a panel and keep it relatively small and maybe even only part of a piece of fabric or a panel or something and go that route. So just keep it as a, you know, a inspiring, imagination, sparking, inspiring, sparking type of project. That was my whole point of doing the challenge. And I kind of fell off there for a couple of months when I overcommitted myself to uh, my insane June. <laughs> and so, oh, if you remember June, I had all that stuff due. I overcommitted myself and I didn't use my planner. But it's been a nice quiet fall. I have a couple of quilts filtering in to do for customers. I have a block of the month quilt that I've been collecting the blocks and I haven't even started or talked about it much. And we're over halfway into the 12 month block of the month. So I'm going to work on that this winter as well as a couple of other smaller improv projects just for fun. And, you know, I want to try to keep my stash is pretty small. I want to go through the scraps, you know, that are small and get rid of them and then really focus on trying to organize the things that I have and the quilts that I have. So they're not just smashed in a corner or smashed in a box somewhere. They're not going to be displayed. They're going to be on a rotational basis. But, you know, so skimming down or lessening some of these projects to a more manageable size would be um, probably prudent 
And then, you know, as I get really inspired for larger size quilts or bed quilts, you know, I will make them, but that doesn't need to be my go-to size. I have lots of large size quilts and keep some of my more art and testing projects um, as little sketches like Gwen Marston did, or maybe a little bit bigger than sketch size, but wall hanging size just to keep my hand going and skills up. But man, I don't need to be making humongous quilts. And they, the fabric, I have plenty to do smaller quilts, but I don't have, you know, like enough of a stash to keep making big ones. And when I do make a big one, I just want to go buy the fabrics that are part of my color plan, you know? So I have done a pretty good job, I think, over the years of weeding things down. But when you hit your mid fifties, in which I'm not to the mid fifties yet, I think you have to really start looking at, you know, reality of all of the things I've accumulated in a 33 year marriage. Um, I still have spatulas from when we got married. Why am I keeping them? I've got four more. You know, one of the funniest things I saw on the internet is a meme about adulting. And it was, um, you know, you're an adult when, and this is from memory, so forgive me if it's not a direct quote. You know, you're an adult when you have your favorite spatula, when you get upset that your grocery store has reset. Oh my gosh, it was just us last weekend. We went to Meyer, which is where I shot between Meyer and Aldi quite a bit. And Meyer had reset the store again. We couldn't find what we were looking for. And I was just like, oh my gosh, the stress of trying to figure out where they put everything. I was just like, seriously, you know, you're an adult when I just was so upset over it. And I do have my favorite spatula and I'm just like, okay, I got to weed through. I think I have, I counted six spatulas, including the little mini spatulas that I have. And you know, they need to go totally need to go. And um, they're so old and cracked that um, I don't even think that a lot of this kind of stuff is goodwill material. It's just straight to the trash. And I still have to get the three bags of closet purging that I did on my staycation of adulting this summer. I need to get them uh, to the to the street. Oh my gosh. You know, it just takes me forever to do anything. You know, it's just what happens when you're an adult and you have a job and then you do quilting as a side hobby. And then you have um, arthritis and other chronic diseases that slow you down. And I have a list of excuses that's 25 miles long. And the bottom line is simply, I just haven't done it just have to do it, jump into the deep end of the pool of the organizing, kind of reorganize a couple of things. We have plans. That's why we were going to Ikea to get another dresser of simplifying our laundry system until we can move it upstairs and minimize, you know, how many flights of stairs I'm carrying laundry. And we have an extra room downstairs, extra bedroom off the living room. That's currently the music room. And it's also going to house our clothes and our dressers. Our bed will still be upstairs, but this running up and down and up and down and up and down is not a good thing for my hip. So 
What kinds of fall projects do you have going? What are your plans? Do you have any new ideas? You know, I have to say there's a nip of fall in the air. I got up this morning and it was only 48 degrees again. So it's cooling off quite a bit at night and it's only getting into the 70s during the day. You know, I know that this cooling off may just be a phase. It'll probably warm up again and feel like summer in September, right around the time the kids have to start school. It'll probably be a scorching 90 degrees. But, you know, it just gets me thinking of changing the seasons. And when fall comes to me, September after Labor Day feels like it should be New Year's because that's when we all got promoted in school and the new year started for us. And I tend to think of um, September as more of New Year's. So I'm working on rethinking my projects, thinking about what my goals are, rechecking in to my word of the year, which was experiences. And I continue to do that. You know, I experienced a new festival and I made myself go when I really felt like staying home and sewing. But the Pirate Festival was a fun, quick trip, not too far from home. And it was a great experience. I'm trying to do, you know, challenges that are totally outside of my comfort zone. And I'm going to work on this embellishment challenge. And I have a couple of good ideas. And I can at least get the top embellished before September 1st and the new challenge arrives. You know, Which also brings me around to the fact that September is a new year in podcasting for me. Yes, it will be my podcast anniversary. September, I have something exciting going. I have a sponsor and we have a little bit of fun for everyone that's going to happen. More of that in September. But I was just shocked. I haven't got a hundred episodes made yet of the podcast. I think I'm in the 80s. But three years since I started podcasting already, I still feel like the new kid on the block. And I still feel like I'm not really 100% sure on what I'm doing. I mean, as far as technology goes, I, I, I don't even really have a clue. I'm still on using a very simple free editing pro- program. And um, I have a great setup that my son gifted me with a microphone and all that business, but my old computer is serving me well. Hopefully it'll hang in there for another six to nine months before I replace it. That darn truck just keeps putting all of my purchases behind, you know, like I really need, I don't, it's a want. I don't need a lot of things, but you know, I I just can't believe it's been three years of podcasting, I kind of went back through and read show notes and I thought, you know, I think I've improved a little bit over three years, but I can't possibly go back um, and listen to some of those early days. But what I probably should do before um, the actual anniversary day is I should listen to the first one I did just to remember and uh, feel out where I made some mistakes and listen to how nervous I was. <laughs> and um, yeah, I should do that. It's kind of like, you know, on your wedding anniversary, you should at least get, you know, the photos out and look at them. I actually have a little video of our wedding. And, you know, once in a while, I get that out on our anniversary. It's still, it's in a digital format now. It's real grainy, but I still watch it from time to time. So those are the things that I've been working on. 
and thinking about and trying to keep things small, trying to continue the magical art of tidying up around here with the Marie Kondo's um, keeping things that spark joy and becoming a little bit more minimalist. But I'm really a bigger fan of uh, Clutterbug and, you know, I totally can't remember her name, but she's getting really big. She did a TED talk. Looks like she might be a guest on some television shows, all that kind of stuff. But what I like about her stuff is it tells you how, once you decide, you know, what to get rid of, how to reorganize the things that you have in a style that works for you. So clutterbug.me and she has a few little quizzes, classes, podcast, you know, the TED Talk, organizing things. And I'm going to actually find out what her name is. Kaz, Cassandra Aracene. She's Canadian and she has the cutest accent when you listen to her podcast. So anyway, I'm trying to continue that theme of cleaning it up, getting rid of things that are, you know, like that damn spatula that's so old, um, trash it and donating the things that I don't need anymore. And it gets easier and easier to do, but um, sentimental stuff is kind of where I'm at in some of the big reboxing and purging. And that's not always easy, not always easy at all. So if you have any tips on organizing the sentimentals, let me know because that seems to be where I have gotten a little bit stuck. So what am I going to work on this weekend while I'm home and I will not be upset about this Ikea trip. It's only going to be better when we go later on in the fall when the back to school craziness of shopping and dorm um, decorating and furniture buying is done. Um, so I'm going to work on the step into your art challenge, the embellishing a project, probably a piece of fabric that's got a cool print or a small panel or part of a panel. Haven't decided exactly what. I have the bag crocheted on the first unicorn and now I'm going to crochet the colored accessories and hopefully get them sewed on and start on the second unicorn pencil bag, which is that free pattern that I mentioned. And I will link to that in the show notes. I want to see where I'm at on the hexagons and keep sewing the ones I have pieced. And hopefully it'll be right around 30 and then wrap that project up. It's going to take me a long time to assemble the hexagons into rows because I don't know what I'm doing on that. I feel like that's a, another theme of my life. I just don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like give it a whirl. And then I'm going to start really in earnest instead of just messing around with this kinship sampler, getting all of the rectangled um, blocks finished with that sampler and then assess how big it is and if I want to add anything else and how I want to lay it out. That's a paper piece project and so I'm going to pin them on the wall. You know, I may rip the papers off and just start um, playing with the layout on the design wall. And um, that should be a good weekend in addition to picking one area that I want to get rid of more stuff. And the goal is to get all of the bags of things that need to go 
out into the garage and there's a stack of boxes too. Whether or not, you know, I make it to the landfill or if these things are going to go to Goodwill, which I think that was all trash. I mean, literally, I think it was garbage that had been, it's embarrassing. Just how you tuck things in places and you're like, seriously, why did I save that? So save that, get that out and get going with that. And then I want to continue to plan the podcast anniversary and what day and do some finalizing on that. And overall, I think I'm just going to enjoy a wonderful chill weekend. Check in with me on my Facebook group, my creative corner three, and you can join along if you're staying at home and creating and crafting. I do have a couple Cricut projects I want to work on too, but I'm going to start with the lesson of August. Um, that is the painting in a quote Bob Ross style using a stencil. So I have to watch the lesson in full because I only caught bits and pieces of it live. And I'm going to see if I can at least get a good start on that. So, oh yeah, and the girl's birthdays and I've already, oh, you're not going to believe this. I've decided what I want to make people for Christmas as little love gifts in addition to some of the other things that I want to give, whether it be a purchase gift or gift card or whatever. So I have all of that planned out. It was really, um, it's great. I, I used to do that all the time, but now I have it planned out and I have all of the projects planned out. I'm going to keep it kind of secret because, you know, it's not it's quilting. Let me just say that. All of my family has so many quilts, quilted wall hangings, placemats, bed, lap, whatever. So these are going to be items that I'm going to make using my Cricut. So that's all planned out, just slowly purchasing the things and making them and then putting them in a keepsake box safe from any problems <laughs> until Christmas. The thing is, okay, so the thing is when I do things too far ahead, I tend to lose them. Just like, you know, in the countdown to the Grand Rapids Quilt Show, it took me a long time to figure out that um, I, I, I don't know what I did with the file to print off the things that I needed to print off prior to the show. I spent hours in Dropbox and I realized it's as messy and disorganized as still, even after many times of reorganizing it, making new folders and moving things around, it still needs a lot of help. So that may be something, you know, in the evening when I'm bored is trying to keep things more organized in my files because I can't find anything. It just reminds me that um, I am a ladybug and micro organizing things into file folders and all that doesn't work for me, even in the digital world. So anyway, uh, if you want to keep up with uh, my day-to-day -day things, um, I tend to do that on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Vicki L. Holloway is my Instagram handle. I have a patron site for Podbean. If you go to the Podbean um, podcast link that's on my, it's in my blog in the show notes, which is mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com. You can also help by uh, supporting the podcast. You can purchase a virtual cup of coffee and the link to that is on my website. And then my Etsy shop is real coffee cups and tote bags. Um, for those who like to purchase something, help support the show and have a little swag to keep as a fun visual support. 
So you can find me on all of those places in between our weekly chats. And I'm just really excited about podcast anniversary. Super excited about going to AQS Grand Rapids next week. And I'm really, really having a great time in rethinking some of my initial thoughts on these projects. And this is kind of how my mind works. I change my mind 20 times before I hit the end of a project. And it's usually not exactly what I pictured at the beginning. And that's okay. That's why I love just having a loose set of ideas and coming up with something at the end that tells me how the project wants to be. You have a most wonderful week and quilt on everyone.